You are listening to the Scale with Speed podcast. Why? Because scale equals revenue and speed equals profit. Hosted by nine-figure business builders, Matt Monero and Judge Graham. Enter with caution. Welcome to the Scale with Speed podcast. I'm Matt Monero in the studio with over-the-top Judge Graham. Oh, oh! And a special (laughs) guest on this episode is our close personal friend, Coach Burt. Welcome, Coach. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So Coach is in town for Dallas. Uh, he's speaking at the 8% Nation tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Judge and I will speak in the morning. When are you speaking tomorrow? Are you in the... Uh, tomorrow, 11. Oh, oh you're right you're, after you're, us. You're after yes. us, I think. Yeah, we go at 10 to 10.45. Okay, and then, yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. We're also finishing the mapping, the roadmap mapping of an event that the three of us are doing in Vero Beach, October 15, 16, 17, the mm-hmm. Scale with Speed event. Yes, with you, Coach, in Vero. So you want to offer any commentary on on that? You know, I was looking for a product that we could offer a lot of our monster producers because they they get to certain ceilings of complexity in their business, certain revenue numbers, and they really don't have a business that they can scale. And they, they reach a level that they need guidance from people who have done it. And there's a percentage of people that want to sell their business, right? Yeah. And they're just not positioned correctly. So the scale with speed, I'm like, we should do the scale with speed. You guys have the burn ships. And I just wanted to kind of take it on the road to Vero. Love it. You know? Yeah. Hey, I like the beach. I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm excited about this event. For some yeah, reason, you know? none of our wives are going. No, I, <laughs> no. I asked my wife. She's like, nah, it's all right. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but but look, that that's uh, if you want more information on that, go to coachbert.com, click events. It's October 15, 16, 17. You should seriously think about it. It'll be awesome. Great getaway. Great way to plan for 2021. But, Coach, while you're in the office, I want to jump in the studio do a quick podcast because one of the things that I love – about your methodology is is extremely tactical, Mm -hmm. like Judge and I like to think about, strategic and tactical. I look at you as like a sniper, you Mm -hmm. know? But through your monster programs, you come in contact with so many people, and you see this recurring theme that happens within people, and it connects to why don't more people scale with speed? Why do we get off of off of zero mm-hmm. and get to something, and then all of a sudden it's like it stops, mm-hmm. and it slows, and we get that comfort and satisfied. Why do you think so many people are so afraid to scale their business with speed? Well, I think about the word decide, and the word decide means to kill off. And I think people get to a point where they're earning, at least this is what I see, they're earning $250,000, they're having a good life, the business, they don't have to work as much, but they just, they're, they're really scared to, to go from $4 million to $10 million because in their mind, they think it requires a lot more effort, yeah, 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 and it's going to yeah. require a lot more money, and we're going to have to hire more people, and I'm already having a problem managing it, these seven people I've got, right? So, so it's, it's almost like they have this mindset that this is going to require so much more work. It's only for the, the, you know, like what you've done with selling your companies. In their mind, this is only for the lucky or the strong. It's not me. Right. I can never do that. I have a nice little business. I'm making a quarter of a million a year. Like, why push this hard? Mm. So, so that's kind of what I see. You know what, Coach, is interesting. I, uh, I've been recently in loving it, man. I'm coaching my boys football. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing Matt and I talk a lot about is, dude, if you're coming to us and you don't have, you know, you better have mindset before you get to us. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding through coaching young, you know, kids, yep. like, 
a big piece of what you're talking about is is building that confidence. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you deserve it and you're capable of it. Yes. We got to get your mind right. Yes. Right? So if you're at $4 million and you're trying to get to $30 million, you know, a lot of it, I think, is lack of confidence, right? It's like, you know, I never imagined I could get to $4 million. And dude, that that's only for the lucky yeah. or the 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 guy that's smarter than me or the gal that's smarter that's than right. me. So I think there's a lack of of, of confidence in, in somebody. It's a big piece. Well, of it. you know, when I'm in town, one of the things I love doing is taking my eight year old daughter to school in the mornings, and we play word games. And I'll give her a word, and she gives me the definition. Yeah. And so the other cool. day we were doing, you know, what does confidence mean? What does courage mean? What does resilience mean? What does money mean? What, I mean, we just went through this whole thing, and she gave me her definition of what she thought all yeah. these words mean, right? And, and then she said to me, Daddy, they don't cover any of these words in school. <laughs> that's, and, a, that's a separate podcast. Right, right. right. And, and, hey, and I'm like, man, I'm paying a lot of money for that private education. But, but the point is, I think about this when it comes, I think about the small business owner that we're sold on. If you get to a million of revenue, there's only 4% of small businesses that ever get to a million of revenue. Mm. Right? I didn't know that. There's 96% of small businesses. So we're kind of, you know, we're kind of taught that, man, when you get to a million. You made it. You are in an elite. I remember going to a coaching program many years ago, and you had to earn $100,000 of personal income to get in. You had to show your tax returns, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I remember them telling us, you are in a very elite group of people. There's only 12% of the population in the United States that ever will earn $100,000 of personal income. Mm. Okay, this was 10 years ago, right? Yeah. And, and I thought, man, we, we made it. Now, to your point, a story's coming back in my mind is that I was in a room once where there were people in this room earning 100000 and people in this room earning a million. Right. And the teacher was going back and forth. He had scaled this coaching company to $25 million. Uh, he, he took off 200 days a year. Like that. Okay, so he worked 165 days a year. He and and when when he took off, you couldn't find him. Yeah, yeah, he was he, off. You couldn't talk to him. I even uh, polled his employees and like, w- could you call him? And they're like, no. <laughs> what if the building burns down? It's like, there's somebody else we call. Yeah. <laughs> so so he was doing it. What we're talking about? He had yeah. built a business, a coaching business that had scaled up to twenty five to forty million. He came in and coached, <laughs> and so he kept going back and forth between the hundred thousand dollar room and the million dollar room. And they and they finally asked him. Somebody in my little room, my little hundred thousand dollar room, because this was you know eight nine years ago. They raised hand and said, uh, "Dan, I got a question for you. What is the difference between the people in that room and the people in this room?" And he laughed and he said, "Oh, this is simple, man." He said, "When I tell the people in that room to do something, they do, do it. it. <laughs> when I tell the people in this room to do something, they give me ten reasons of how it won't oh, work, no, and that's why y'all are stuck at a hundred thousand and they're making a million. And I think so. When you think about scaling, I remember the first four or five years of my business. When I I went from being a high school basketball coach, coach judge, making at my peak sixty thousand a year, to in my very first coaching contract, it was like one hundred fifty thousand. Right. So in my mind, I'm like, you made I'm, it. You crazy. arrived. Yeah. And then a buddy of mine told me something one day. A good friend of mine, he said, "You're going to build something." that one day you wake up and you absolutely hate. He said, you're taking on all these coaching people. You're coaching people all over the world. It's growing like crazy. And time, one, and time one, intense. That's right. right. And one day you're going to, and I was like, oh, man. 
guy's crazy. I would never <laughs> hate coaching people. Like, I'm a coach, man. And I rolled over one day, and I told my wife, I said, God, I hate this business. Mm. I remember you calling and, me. And yeah, yeah, and it. I called you. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, so it's like, you know, you guys have been really inspirational to me because I've watched what you've done with the torch. And I've gone through iterations of that. I hadn't gone through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But, but it has inspired me. And a lot of people, because uh, it takes guts. When I talk about Matt, I Rip. tell people, yeah. man, it takes guts to do what Monero did. And how many of you in the room want to design or redesign your business? And there's so many people go like, I do, right? Like I do. Now, now, there's the problem. But then to your point, would you spend the money to learn how to do it? See, that's the hard part. But it doesn't matter if a person's spending. I mean, I find that people have pr- uh, price Kick back at nine hundred ninety-seven bucks. They have price kickback at. Would you spend fifty-seven dollars on yourself? Would you right? So let's go back to my daughter. We're never taught in school the best investment you can make many times is back in yourself. Yeah. We see that as an expense. Mm. Americans <laughs> see that as an expense. <laughs> so so if I say, hey man, it's four thousand bucks to go to this thing. They're oh my god, four thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> like like yeah, but it's going to show you. That's going to change your life. It's going to change your business. We got living proof of two guys who have done it. And but but still, it's a tough sale. Well, I mean, to unpack, we got we have a self-esteem issue, mm-hmm. right? A, a I don't believe that I'm worthy of bigger and more. We have a lack of structure, roadmap, foundation mm. where no one's following a real believable roadmap, right. right? Whether that's a lack of good mentors that you can believe that what they tell you is what you should take action on because yep. you did that by the other guy and it didn't get you anywhere, right? right? In fact, maybe it put you backwards. But I think to add a third is there is this downright need for more ambition. Yeah. You know, I call it in you need more money, unbridled ambition. Yep. You just have to freaking want it. Yeah. Mm. And and you know, Judge talks about all the time. Dude, there just comes a point where you have to win. Yeah. And you can will yeah. a win. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Did you see that as a coach? That- I, oh yeah. I, I had I had a player that scored four thousand points for me when I was a basketball coach. And literally she would come to me and say, just just give me the basketball. And she would score for the next eight straight possessions. She would find a way. Yeah. And the whole team would just right. Well, and I think I think, you know, you're you're kind of tapping into, you know, the new book I'm writing is called Flip the Switch. And it's on the activators of Prey Drive. Yeah. And Which how I do you, love that concept. Yeah. How, how do you activate that ambition in a person? And I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen in my own wife. Right, I've seen her prey drive be activated. I've seen, I've seen it happen in a lot of the people we've coached. But I saw Patrick Bet David interviewing Tim Grover, okay, and it was one of the best interviews. I called Grover afterward and I said, "This is the best interview you've ever done with Bet David," because at the end they get into how many, you know, he he wants to try on Grover's ring, and, and Grover says, "I have thir- thirteen rings." <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I got six with the Lakers. I got, you know, excuse me, six with the Bulls, four with the Lakers, and three with the Miami Heat." And Patrick, but David asked him, why, why push this hard? Why get this relentless? And, and his answer was for the personal satisfaction of knowing that, man, you took it all the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were talking about in there how many days you get, how many mornings you get to wake up, right? Mm-hmm. There's a, there, there's some point you got you to gotta go pro, man. Well, look, mm-hmm. y- you can visualize the tragedy that helps you flip the switch. 
Yep. Right. And I think people yep. don't yep. don't do that. Yep. They wait for the tragedy. That's right. right? So, in, you know, in, in You Need More Money, it was the tragedy of my brother-in-law yep. dying mm-hmm. and watching what happens when a good guy, a hardworking guy, just never got his money right. That's right. And he thought he was going to go to the doctor and get a shot and go back to the grind. And in fact, he gets diagnosed with stage four cancer mm. at 46. Mm. No health insurance, no life insurance and 100 bucks mm. in the bank, wife and four kids. That's right. So you can visualize those wake-up calls if that's of interest to you. So it goes back to me, and we we each have three different examples of of why people aren't scaling, but this concept of, for me, of just this unbridled ambition, this desire that says, if that guy has it, I should get it. So I'm I'm doing this deal, I'm buying a lake house, right? It's more expensive than I ever thought I'd ever spend on a lake house. Mm -hmm. And as I'm looking through the listings, you know what I see? There's an $11 million lake house that just went under contract. And I'm like, what the fuck does that yeah. guy do for a living? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but the question to the audience today is, do you ask that question? Yeah, you should be. Or do you not even think it? Does it just, it's not me. I'm saying to myself, what the hell does a guy do to drop $11 million on a yeah. damn lake house? Yeah. Listen. In Possum I, Kingdom. Dude, this Possum <laughs> Kingdom lake. I ain't talking La Jolla Beach. I'm talking about Possum Kingdom yeah, yeah, lake yeah. in Texas. Well, I think, you know, to your point, a lot of people tell you not to compare. I think comparison is an activator prey drive Mm -hmm. because you compare up. Yeah. Right? You should. Like like (laughs) you you compare up and you say, well, what's that dude doing versus what I'm doing? And I just, I I don't see that ambition, Matt. Like, like I think, I think we're not tough enough. We don't, we don't have the emotional toughness to fight through, build the business. We don't have the long obedience in the same direction. But at the same time, at some point, you just take this thing as far as you can take it, man. Well, well listen, I mean, it's, it's with anything. I mean, it's, you know, dude, you want to be in shape? Mm-hmm. It's a plan. Yep. Dude, you eat this. Right. You work out. Yep. You don't drink as much. Yep. And guess what? If you execute it. That's right. You're going to be in shape. Yep. Yeah. And business is no different. Right. Seek the plan and the counsel. But but this this what we're talking about, this desire to win. Yep. People, uh, I'm using my son's example. Matt, we talked about this earlier. Like, dude, he has all this potential, yeah. and he's a, you know, a, a, a tight end. Dude, he's more focused on the win, the idea of it, but but not necessarily yet understanding. Like, dude, I got to put that work in, yeah, to get there. Yeah, you know, and and, and I think that's where people. They think they understand. They want the win, and they talk about it at the cocktail parties. And yeah. you know, someday I'll get there. And you know, man, I'm a win. And that guy's lucky, dude. Put the work in. Yeah. Want the freaking win, and do whatever it takes to get it. Yeah. So we have three concepts that could help you today. The first is get your head cheese right. Work yeah. on the self esteem mm-hmm. and think that you are worthy. The second is get more tactical. Find yourself a roadmap. Tap into some ambition. And I, I would add uh, a fourth to it which is that you have to have help. Yeah. Mm. And you have to be around. Like, listen, some people are meant to be on a team. Right. Rather, they're, they're meant to play football and not tennis right. or golf, right? Well, if that's who you are and that's your skill set and that's what you need, man, you got to go find that team. Yep. Right. And what role are you on the team? And what role are you? You may and not execute. Have, you don't have to always like I personally think I am a better vice president than I am president. Yep. Right? Yep. I think I know that about myself. Mm-hmm. The downside is I don't take orders well. 
Right. So I kind of have to be the president, <laughs> right, right? Right, right? I can't really be told no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sort of forced. But I have to have team to yeah. be motivated. I'm yeah. better working with Judge on a business than I am working on the business myself. Right. Yeah. And so I think if there's a fourth element for people, the first, get your head right. Second is get to damn strategy. Third is tap into some real ambition. And the fourth might be surround yourself with people that you can freaking trust and that you want to play on the field with. Your winning teams had to have a dynamic of teamwork. Yes. Right? Yes. And that was, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know, but would you say that was a requirement? The formula of the success had to be that they liked each other? Yes, there had to be chemistry. Chemistry. Chem That's different than there, life. Well, you know, and I wrote a small book on this many years ago called The Intangibles. And intangibles are things you can't measure. Yeah, totally. Right? Like, like, like where does ambition show up on a profit and loss statement right, right. but it's on there it's on yeah there. Where, where does, where does culture yeah where does chemistry show up where yeah. does this is something an accountant doesn't really understand where does instinct where does prey drive show up but you know i was thinking about this i was thinking about this for you know with your son and my daughter we won't we don't have a problem paying for our kids to get the best coaching they can get mm -hmm. we understand we want our kids to have the best coaches the best teacher, if they need individual instruction, we'll pay totally. for it. But then we become adults and we won't pay for ourselves to have the best coaches. <laughs> it's like it's like if these two guys are the best coaches on scaling with speed and torching a business, then you need to look at it and go, okay, those two yeah. dudes are the best two dudes in the world at that. Yeah, but right. meanwhile, none of us had parents who paid for private coaching. Yeah. So, True. Right? So, I True. mean, am yeah. am ambition can come from, from – from That's right from this chip, right? Yeah. This, you know, I mean, I grew up in a, in a, in a nice section of Connecticut mm -hmm. and I always felt like the poor kid and the underdog, right? Driving the shitty car, yeah. the kids were going to country clubs. I was caddying at the country club yeah. and I would see kids I'm in school with playing golf on Saturdays. I'm carrying two freaking heavy bags. Yeah. Like that pisses you off. Yeah. Or maybe it doesn't. Some maybe. people, when it comes to prey drive, some people, it, it, it doesn't piss them off. It, it, actually causes them to contract even greater. So if you ask me what I've seen over the last, you know, uh, six months, I've seen tough people get tougher and weak yeah. people get weaker. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen big time... consistent everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I've seen big time people get more creative, find ways to make money. I've seen small time people just continue to stay broke. Yeah, you haven't seen people then flip the switch. Very, very few people have I seen actually use the adversity as a way to flip the switch to find another gear. Yeah, the switch was either on or it was, it was either on. on. <laughs> it was on and it's gone to a freakish level. Yeah. Uh, because to me, this period has activated the prey drive in me, I guess the competition, because now I have a game to play, some a fight to win. You follow what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. you can't make money speaking. Oh, I'll find a way to make that money. I'll find a way to create another division. I'll find a way to do it. So it's actually been probably one of the best things that's ever happened to my business, mm, just to yeah. be honest with you. Mm. Yeah, adversity yeah. creates opportunity. Well, look, we're jumping on for the quick podcast. All of us are making time for it. So, Coach, we appreciate you being in the studio with us for the Scale with Speed podcast. But I just if, if, if there's one thing that I think we're all saying in, in the same way <clears throat> is that what you want – is entirely up to you and you should be okay with it but you shouldn't be so desensitized 
to the fact that bad shit happens to good people, mm -hmm. and despite you being as good as you can be, mm -hmm. it can still come at you. Absolutely. And that is the piece that still keeps me up at night. Yeah. What's mm -hmm. coming around the What's corner yeah. that I don't know about, and am yeah. I fully prepared for it? Yeah. And that, if nothing else, is downright fear, and I don't think fear is all that bad. You know, I saw Jay Leno uh, give an interview recently. He said, uh, he's a this, his, he said, I'm a huge fan of low self-esteem, he said. Yes. <laughs> said, low self-esteem keeps me, and by the way, I saw a documentary on Betty White, uh -huh. and she said, I hope the fear of me getting on stage, even at 91 years old, never goes away. Yeah. It keeps yeah. me sharp. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's one, I, it's one of the greatest activators of prey drive, is fear. I don't think people are afraid enough. But to your point, uh, I operate by this rule, and I think Lou Holtz said this, what takes years to build up can take seconds to tear down. Yeah, yeah. it's like and, a habit, it takes 22 days to... Yep. To create a habit, and it takes one day to, That's to, right. to get off. And the first time you don't go, you give yourself permission. So, you yeah. know, now I own 50% uh, of this gym in Tennessee. And I said, and it's really an experiment to see if I can make it go, right? And and during COVID. And I, there were eight people that were scheduled to be there yesterday to work out, and they didn't come. And so I told the head trainer, I said, every one of them needs to get a phone call. Yeah, yeah. man. Where are you? Yeah. Why You committed, and then you decommitted. Yeah. Why didn't you show up? Like, we need a, there needs to be a mechanism in place to call these people. Because they won't come tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And once they don't come two or three times, They're they, out. they ain't coming back. So, you know, I lost the weight. I started to put some weight back on. I got rid of my trainer during COVID. Yep. And um, I started going to this, like, um, in our town, they call it the Mark. It's like the town's YMCA. And I started doing the classes. Mm -hmm. eh, they were all right. Out of the blue, my trainer, who Judge knows real well, sends me a, a, a texts me an Instagram video of Cardone doing pull-ups. Yep. Now he's sixty-one or sixty-two. Yep. He's in the without question the best shape of his yep. life. Heavy muscle tone yep. still on the guy, and he bangs out like fifteen pull-ups. And I'm saying to myself, there has to be a chair, right? Yep. There's no way this guy is banging <laughs> fifteen hardcore pull-ups, perfect form, everything, right? Yeah. right? And by the way, you know what you noticed in the video is you noticed that like rep eight, when it started to get hard, yep. he started to go slower. He started to punish himself more yep. at the end, which we know is yep. a, it's just perfect to his mindset, right? Yep. That son of a gun knocked out 15 yep. pull-ups, hardcore, legit pull-ups, no faking it, no manipulating the camera. And I called Dan back. I said, let's start on Monday. Good. Let's Good. go. Yeah. Start right away. That's good. So you, you you have to. You know, so so I think it's to your point. You call the, the, the you need the accountability, which I guess would be a fifth piece of yep. today. Right. Is not only find the network of people that you care about and trust and you can believe, but freaking get somebody to hold your ass accountable too. Well, you could activate like you guys. I could come here and you guys activate my drive to want to torch the business or redesign it. But but then what happens is it flickers and then you get over here distracted. and then yeah. you get distracted, which means to pull apart. And then you and then you never see it through to its conclusion. And every then when it comes enough pain in the middle of the night, I call you and say, "Man, I'm ready to torch this damn business." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's twelve o'clock. I'm calling you. I'm calling him. I'm like, I hate this business. What do I need to do? We help me torch it. But then tomorrow I got to come in and coach again, right? So it's not that I hate the business. It's it's I hate the structure of the business. Yeah. And and it's not a scalable business. So that's what we're working on. And that's why people need to come to scale with speed. Yeah. Is because there's a lot of people watching this that have got good businesses. They they like the business. They like, but it's not structured appropriately. Yeah. And I remember Kiyosaki always saying, 
Uh, a poorly designed business will always have to be redesigned at some point in the future. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Perfect. That's exactly. I see. You know, I hate. I hate when I come up with an idea, but I realize that somebody else had it first. <laughs> right? I mean, I was exactly yeah, thinking new idea that. is usually a new idea. <laughs> right. What? Not. The thought is that sometimes businesses can just reach a certain level mm -hmm. under the formula, right. and then they have to be blown up. You have to burn that ship, and you have to redesign it to go to the next level, and that takes freaking courage, man. Yep. You know, and that's that 250 that says, do I really need to go to 350? Right. Do I, is it really worth it? I'm here to tell you, you bet your ass it yes. is. Because it won't be 250 to 350. It doesn't move like that. Right. It goes 250 to five, and then it goes five to a million. Right. And then at a million, you start to recognize for the first time in your life, holy shit, it's strategy. Right. It's really not grind right. and hustle and more sweat. It's right. actually strategic. That's right. So yeah, if we could help you today, that would be awesome. Coach, anything else that you want to talk about? Any other events or you got a, activities a new that you, yeah, you want to you talk know, about? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gearing up for this Flip the Switch Big Boost. Hopefully that'll be a uh, a national book. We feel like I get a, a major book deal on that. We're Love working it. on that right now. Uh, and it is how to activate the prey drive in you and your team, which is what I've been doing for 28 years as a coach. But I'm doing a one-day virtual boot camp the 29th of this month. Okay. Where cool. I'm going to break down my entire selling system. Um, and and just break down the whole system because a lot of people don't have that selling system. Yeah. We're talking about a lot in here. Yeah, They got a product or service, but they don't have the engine. And I'll tell you who doesn't have it is speakers and coaches. Mm -hmm. and man, I can't, I can't tell you how many big-time people that don't are leaving millions of dollars on the table. Sure. They generate all this interest, and they've got nobody calling. they got nobody following, following up. up. <laughs> they got nobody pushing to something in the future. And that is one thing we have figured out, which, mm -hmm. is, which is how to build this machine behind the talent and just, just really, really work it to push to something in the future. So yeah. October 29th, I'm doing Flip the Switch. Be like 57 bucks a full day with me. October 29th. 29th. Okay. It's my first people, big virtual count. So uh, coachbird.com. Okay. Uh, and, and I think it'll be a great day, man. Sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You're doing that at the Greatness Factory? Yeah, at the Greatness Factory. Beautiful. All right, everybody. Judge, you want to take us out? As always, make it happen. See you all down the road. You are listening to the Scale with Speed podcast. Why? Because scale equals revenue and speed equals profit. Hosted by nine-figure business builders, Matt Monero and Judge Graham. Enter with caution.